This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Ron Thompson watching in Calgary on Game Plus Television says, Oh, look, it's King Rock. Great show. He says Carolina versus Vegas. Again, that was deal or no deal. Vegas in six, Carolina in seven. And you are saying, what did you say? You would take the Vegas deal, but not the Carolina deal. Yeah, I want Carolina in six. How about that? I'm really taking Carolina in six. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It's me, the champ. We're coming to you live from our Florida studio. It's your favorite daytime sports talk show. In the U.S. of A., it's one of many daytime sports talk shows. In Canada, we're the only daytime sports talk show, and I believe that makes us number one. On the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, where we are, Atlanta's NHL city. Of course, podcast and streaming. Darren Moose DuPont joins me his final day here in the Sunshine State before he heads back to the Great White North, ready to talk sports for the next two hours. But Moose, you seem today somewhat pensive, somewhat quiet, might I say a little forlorn. People might want to Google that. Have I read you right today, Moose? Yeah, sad to go home. I think that's mm. when you're drawing the line towards, right? I mean, yes. trying to soak it up. You, you notice that this is probably the most I've spent out here on the... Uh, the line a mm-hmm. throughout the week it's just kind of trying to soak it all in and don't want to leave so yeah you got it right well just before we get into the quick six show topics and i'll tell you who our guests are going to be today uh carolina hurricanes color commentator shane what you talking about willis very long time friend of mine uh we were on the prince albert raiders together back in the early 90s uh shane willis will be with us in hour one and in hour two sean mackendall from the puck soup podcast and the athletic Clearly, we're going to be talking a lot of Stanley Cup playoffs. But let me just say this, because as you know, Moose, people love our stories as much as they love the sports talk. And we had just a great day, a really great day. If you want to know what it was, go to our social media platforms, uh, particularly Instagram, at the uh, the Rod Peterson Show. We had a great day. Do you want to tell the folks about it? That was fantastic. I mean... We started the day on the, on the patio with coffee, and then we did the show. Great show yesterday. But then it was in the car, and uh, we went down to FLA Live Arena. You showed me all around there. Um, we gave ourselves a self-guided tour of the, uh, the arena and the media facilities and everything. Um, did a quick interview. You'll see that up on the uh, RP Show's Instagram feeds. And you took me to the indoor-outdoor mall, the beautiful mall, and then the main event. It was uh, oh, the Golden Corral. And, uh, How about that? I think between the two of us, we probably had, what, 15 or 16 plates of food? Uh, it was an uh, outstanding day, no doubt. Well, I do preach moderation, but I'll tell you this about the Golden Corral, America's finest buffet. I had three steaks. I had three steaks. That's <laughs> what I go joking. there for. And two pieces of red velvet cake. It oh. was amazing. So we just had a great day. And then we drove back. Uh, down the I-95, and we listened to the podcast of yesterday's show, and you said how much, uh, how good it sounded. Yeah. The, the quality. Thank you, Jordan and uh, producer Clark. It just sounded great. It was fun talking hockey. So let's do it all over again. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? 
Director Jordan, and we will get down to business and stop Mickey Mouse in on Moose's last day here in the Sunshine State. Well, we're starting with hockey. The Arizona Coyotes' bid for a new arena appears to be dead, and the hunt for a new home begins again. In the first release of results from Tuesday's referendum, voters in the Phoenix suburb of Tempe were strongly against three propositions to build a $2.3 billion entertainment district that would include a new arena for the Coyotes. Tempe Mayor Corey Woods had called the project the best sports deal in Arizona history. So before we go any further and we examine this, the poll question today for Key Auto Group is this. What should the Coyotes do now? The options are... A, move to Houston, B, move to Quebec City, C, move to Saskatoon, or D, stay right where they are. Our poll is brought to you daily by Key Auto Group. They have the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland area, cars, trucks, SUVs. Your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. And uh, what I've realized a lot lately, Darren, and people should, I think, pay attention to this, your life is a journey. All the experiences in your life lead you up to a point. And one of the great experiences of my life was when a good friend of mine, Gary Drummond, owned the Coyotes from 2013 to 2017. And his group, that was that Ice Edge Arizona group. I got to be good friends with all those guys. I was down there a lot. Hung around. I met the Phoenix people, the citizens, the hockey fans. It's dead in the water there. I don't think anybody knows why Gary Bettman refuses to give up on the Arizona market other than Gary himself. My guest would be ego. Gary oversaw the Winnipeg Jets moving to Phoenix in 1996, and 20-some years later, he just refuses to say, okay, it's not working, uncle. He just won't do it. That's my guess. Pride and ego. So I'm voting D, stay in Arizona because just find a way for it to work. The Phoenix hockey fans say, if you give us a decent team to cheer for, we'd go to the games. The rink in Glendale would be fine. It's one of the most beautiful arenas in the National Hockey League with all those bars and restaurants around it. It's right beside the football stadium. Nobody bitches about the Cardinals playing right there. It's 50 feet away. Put a team on the ice, and we wouldn't have a problem, guys. So stay there and figure it out. Why they haven't been able to figure out, I'm not sure. But I'm saying stay in Arizona. What are you voting for? Yeah, I'm voting for stay, actually, as well. And, you know, some of the reading I've done over the last uh, few hours this morning and, and late, late last night was just around some of the options. And I know Houston's an attractive opportunity for the NHL. They talk about Kansas City. Obviously, Quebec City is where Canadians want to see um, this team land. And they talk about the Remparts drawing big crowds. But those are relocation fees, which are a lot smaller than expansion fees. And I think, you know, Drager was talking about it on Twitter this morning that, you know, I think they'd like to expand the league into those markets, uh, namely Houston, and take the big expansion dollars. So find a way to work. And one of the options is maybe this team needs to get sold to the owner of the Suns so they can play out of the same facility. It'd be a little bit of renos. So they're going to exhaust all those options before we last, consider moving. Yeah, last I heard... You people in Phoenix tell me if that's the case. It used to be Talking Stick Arena. I'm not sure what they call it now, but I've heard it's been permanently rented so that you can't play hockey there. So uh, Swerve in Calgary says you can't keep digging holes for the team, i.e. putting it all over the place. Let's just try winning because I've said it many times, and I'm going to move on because I am getting tired of it. But do you think South Florida is any better of a hockey market than Arizona or, for that matter, Dallas, Texas or Southern California? But all those teams have won Stanley Cups. 
Right? Arizona's been junk since 1996. That's the one thing that hasn't happened in Tampa or Dallas or Anaheim, L.A. So Florida, yes, but that's a different story. They're going to win it this year, which reminds me uh, we're going to move on, start spreading the news. We're live on YouTube streaming, but that's only a very small fraction of platforms where we are. We're also on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, where we are Atlanta's NHL show. And maybe we should have put move to Atlanta as an option there, but nobody really talks about that. Has anybody heard from Victor Kraus? Today, the car dealer billionaire who wants to bring the NHL to Atlanta. Can we get on that? Ryan O'Radio? I think it would be great to bring him in on the phone. Victor Kraus. We need him on the air. Yeah, we need to get him on the air. To point two, uh, Bet Regal Stanley Cup Conference Finals odds. Uh, Moose knows how to read the betting lines better than I. But at BetRegal.ca, our exclusive betting partner, they've got the Carolina Hurricanes to beat the Florida Panthers in six games and the Vegas Golden Knights to beat the Dallas Stars in six games. And they're outrights in favor of favorites. Carolina is the number one favorite to win the Stanley Cup. Vegas, number two. Dallas, number three. Florida, number four. You know what Paul Maurice says to that? Boys, we got them right where we want them. They have us ranked fourth. They're the underdogs again. So, yeah, Carolina in six, Vegas in six. Carolina picked to win the Stanley Cup. You don't have a problem with that, Moose. I know that. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I like to stick with the uh, the pick I made early. So uh, that hasn't pleased a lot of people here in South Florida that I've picked Carolina, but um, mm. but it works. Uh, I'll stick with them, and they're the, they're the favorite right now. Bet Regal is Canada's betting platform. It's for every better, from beginner to expert. Trust me. Sign up at BetRegal.net for your free-to-play sportsbook. Visit BetRegal.ca to learn more today. And while you're there, enter BetRegal's free PGA Championship Contest now to win a $100 Visa gift card and BetRegal golf shirt. Visit BetRegal.net slash PGA to play now. Got some fun things coming up for you. Uh, but point three, the Toronto Blue Jays suffered their second straight setback to the visiting New York Yankees on Tuesday when Aaron Judge hit a two-run homer in the eighth to snap a 3-3 tie and lead the Bronx Bombers to a 6-3 win despite having starter Domingo Herman ejected from the game in the fourth inning for having a sticky substance on his hand. Yankees have won seven of the last nine games. The teams will play again tonight. You, me, and the Golden Girl. That's her new nickname. Serena watched the game together. And I'm like, we saw the highlight of Aaron Judge from the first game of this series on Monday night. And I kind of get now what Sportsnet was saying. (laughs) Just his eyes were glad. His whole neck wasn't twitching. So there's that. And then Herman gets punted from the game last night. From a Yankees perspective, thank gosh they went on to win thanks to the Aaron Judge two-run homer. But I'm thinking the Yankees would be glad to get out of Toronto. That's what I think, Moose. But it was fun to watch the game. It was. It was a lot of fun to watch the game and and just, you know, so much drama. And the way they teed it up with Hazel May and then with uh, Jamie Campbell on the pregame show, I think it was Nathan Dempsey on the pregame talking about Judge and what are they going to do? Are they going to put one high inside up near the, uh, you know, some chin music or what are they going to do with him? Are they going to set a message? And so I looked at you and I said, well, you got my attention for the first inning, right? And sure enough, we waited on pins and needles for that first at-bat. He was second up to the plate, and it was just a normal at-bat. Other than they got, they booed him roundly. They, yes, they did boo him. And then later in the game, he got his revenge and hit a home run. So 
Uh, it was a fun game to watch last night, and the Yankees are rolling right now. But there was no chin music nope. from Kevin Gosman. So that part was a, was a big fail. Uh, other than that, they get going 7.07 first pitch tonight. I'm checking the American League East right now. Yeah, Jays seven and a half behind the Rays. The Yankees aren't even their problem. <laughs> Spit on the Yankees. The Tampa Bay Rays is the, who they need to get by. Yeah. Uh, folks, Woody's RV World presents the summer football road trip hosted by the Rod Peterson Show and Engelheim. Your seats are available now at rodpeterson.com. Just click, uh, click on the banner to purchase yours. It's charter transportation from Engelheim from Regina to Calgary and back June 23rd to the 25th weekend, two-night hotel accommodations at our host Calgary Hotel, Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport with complimentary breakfasts each day, exclusive pre- and post-game parties hosted by yours truly, and, of course, a game ticket to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Calgary Stampeders on June 24th. So on that topic, I was on a show today out of Michigan. Big Lou Gamelin, Captain Lou's Sports Extravaganza, live this morning already out of Michigan. And he said, what's the state of the CFL? Because the last time I was on his show, it was during the lockout, so I, or a pandemic. I'd left the CFL, but had recently left the CFL at that time. He goes, what's the state of the CFL now, Rod? Because he's in Michigan, not really following him that closely. And I thought, boy, that's a question that I don't feel comfortable answering right now. I'd have to put some thought into that. I wanted to give that to our listeners and viewers in the audience here today. How would you answer, what's the state of the CFL? And what I did say off the top, Darren, was that, well, they just opened training camp. Today's day four. Let's wait until the season kicks off and have a look in the stands to see what's the state of the CFL because talking to my friends that are players and coaches and broadcasters is in staff, they're still reporting to work. There's no reason to think the CFL isn't fine. Uh, but if they're not selling tickets to the degree that they'd like, then there might be a problem. But I'm not sure. How would you, the audience, and you, Darren Moose Dupont, answer what's the state of the CFL right now? I think right now it's okay. I think right now there's a level of optimism and excitement around a new season, and that's what it should be. In terms of, like, really, you're right, what's the state of this league financially and what's the support level and all of that? Um, talk to me in week three. You know, after we've seen a couple of games, we've seen what the crowds are like, television viewership numbers. But right now there should be a, a little bit of a level of optimism and, you know, excitement to get back onto the field. I, I know there hasn't been a ton of media buzz. Um, right now, um, which usually there's more during training camp. But I would still be cautiously optimistic leading into the season. Well, you talk about the media coverage. Let's be honest. The media has just been gashed mm -hmm. in Canada with a machete. There's not as much media to report on it anymore. Like, have the fans figured out yet? You got to go to the team's sites, the team's feeds to get the information there because the media is just not doing it. Yeah. And the media that there is is covering the NHL and hockey. I want to flip this to some of our viewers here. Troy in Toronto says, I saw a game at the Glendale Arena and the facility was fine. Half the fans cheered for Detroit that night. Are born and raised people from Arizona the real fans or the transplant? The born and raised people from Arizona are Coyotes fans. That's what they are. Mm -hmm. um, and in Phoenix, they never had a problem at all with over half the crowd cheering for the other team. And I've seen... Almost every team play as the opposition in Arizona. They didn't care. They're business people. Money's money. They'll take anybody's money. I don't think that's a problem. Um, Rowan 
watching on YouTube says, and how did you get to give the mascot a piggyback ride? It's a hell of a question. And Clark, can you throw that up? The picture from the thumbnail that Morgan put together. This was from, we used to host rider parties down there. What? I don't lie. People think my stories are big fish. It was this big. No, <laughs> these are all true stories that I tell you. I know they're hard to believe, but they're true. My good friend owned the team. We used to host Rough Riders parties there because my friend was a rider fan. So we had up to 2,000 rider fans in attendance. We'd all party. Here's the photo. Thank you. That's me and Howler. And I'm giving Howler a ride, and we had all 2,000 of the fans on the ice for a photo. It became a problem because they were worried we were going to crack the ice. Howler and, I, Howler and I were good friends. A little too good because I could feel his junk on my back in that photo. That was so disturbing. Uh, but so anyways if you turn that if you were to turn around and take a picture you would have seen 2,000 rider fans all together holding a banner we were all there for a party and that roger all jersey was a gift from raj big fofo um so yeah i was doing more work with the coyotes than i'm even doing with the panthers now and we do a lot with the panthers now so that's how i i would like to think i'm qualified to discuss the situation of the Arizona Coyotes and where they should go. But we've got more to get to, so we'll be right back. On the way, Shane Willis and Sean McIndoe. This is the warm-up, and we are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, podcast, and streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Hey, folks, a quick word from our good friends Woody's RV World. Specifically, their Saskatoon location save 15% off all regularly priced and in-stock parts and accessories. Plus, each purchase qualifies for a draw entry for two seats on the RP Show Summer Football Road Trip Giveaway. And last but not least, all RV purchases at Woody's RV World Saskatoon qualify for 10 entries into the draw, which will be made on June 17th. 15% off all regularly priced and in-stock parts and accessories right now. Got a nice note here. Uh, Moose is with me. Got a nice note from Jeff. 
Darren, I wanted to read this. He said, morning, Rod. I wanted to say thanks. I love your daily words of wisdom, and I needed a kickstart a few months ago on my fitness level. I'm down 21 pounds since March 1st and feeling fantastic. Yeah. All right. He says, have a great day. I'm coming down to a Dolphins game this winter, and go Panthers. Well, Jeff, I'll be here waiting for you, and congratulations on all of that, bro. And I would say keep going. Keep going. Um, jumping back into the quick six point five, the San Antonio Spurs had reason to celebrate Tuesday night as they won the NBA draft lottery in Chicago and the number one overall pick that goes with it. The Spurs were one of three teams with the best odds to land the top pick, which they'll use on 19 year old Victor Wambanyama of France at the NBA draft June 22nd. The Raptors will get the 13th overall pick. Nikolai Jokic scored 34 points and powered the Denver Nuggets to a 132-126 win over the L.A. Lakers in the opener of the NBA's Western Conference Finals Tuesday night. Moose is staying with us here in South Florida. Moose, I put the game on. It didn't hold your interest for very long. Uh, am I right? You're not the biggest Hoops fan. That's the sense that I got. You're right, but I came back out and watched the, the end of the first <clears throat> quarter and um, actually enjoyed it. I, I do enjoy it when I do sit down and, and actually watch mm-hmm. and, and Jokic, man, what a first quarter he had. I mean, it was 15 minutes, less than 15 minutes. I mean, 10 minutes into the game, he already had 12 rebounds. It was outstanding. I know the, the Lakers made it close in the fourth quarter, but Denver was slapping them around in the first half. Uh, Lakers are in a little bit of trouble. Look at this that, guy, a eh? uh, 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 regular Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> For the second that? straight year and the third time in the last four, the Miami Heat. We'll be trying to knock off the Boston Celtics in the NBA playoffs. The Heat are just the second number eight seed to reach the conference final since 1984. The Celtics beat the Heat in seven games last year to reach the NBA finals. And speaking of all that, before we jump to some junior hockey stuff and back on point with the hockey, you're meeting everybody. You're, you're really, you're hitting it all in this oh, yeah. three, four day stint. You met our landlord, Britt, here. Uh, talk about that. Pretty cool guy, and he's down with what's going on in the sports scene, obviously. Of course. Uh, knows exactly what's going on. He's the one who said, how about those Panthers and the Heat? Two eight seeds advancing yeah. to the conference final. So uh, very much in tune and loves the setup of uh, the South Florida studios. So it was, uh, it was good. And, of course, uh, there was one more I had to meet, so I knocked that off this morning. Yeah. Is there anybody and left? Matt. Right, I met Matt this morning. The too. manager at Brooklyn Water Bagel. Yeah. Found right. out his true age. And we're both Titans fans. What is it that you like about this place, Moose? Tell, it's very evident to me. Like, I think it's the greatest place in the world, but that's just me. How do you feel about this? Pace of life is good. Weather's good. Um, the people are nice. Um, so, and, and the scenery, you can't beat that. I mean, we don't often say a lot when we're driving around here because I'm just looking out the window. I'm, well, he's getting it now. Yeah. When we drive around in Goldie, my Jeep, my 2004 Jeep Wrangler, which is in is pewter in color, depending on the sun. That's the coolest thing. Depending, oh, there's one of five squirrels jumping through the backyard. Squirrel moment, literal. Hot Darren's damn. like, now I get it. I could just drive around. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I do. That's why last week when I said, I didn't feel like working today. I don't want to work. I just want to drive around all day and bang the drum. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying having Moose here. He's going home today. Kevin, the medium, has checked in. He says, you're looking very tanned. That didn't take long. No, it didn't. Do you tan easy, Moose? 
I do, and I hold it pretty well. So this uh, should, maybe this will last you all summer. Yes, exactly. Point six, the Seattle Thunderbirds jumped on the visiting Winnipeg ice early and often as they chalked up a 6-3 win and grabbed a 2-1 lead in the Western Hockey League Championship Series on Tuesday night. Game four is tonight in Seattle. From what I could see, Winnipeg ice broadcaster Brian Munns was not accosted by the fans in the Showwear Center in Seattle last night. So that's a win. And Tuesday at the Centennial Cup, which incidentally all the hockey people are still talking to everybody. Yes, I'm down here in South Florida where it's 33 degrees Celsius with humidity. It's like 36. But there's hockey people here, and I'm talking to the ones up there. We're all keeping tabs on what's going on at the Centennial Cup. And the Collingwood Blues beat Cam River 4-1 yesterday. Collingwood, from what I know, is where the rich people hang out. Can the people in Ontario write in on the 902 text line and tell me, do I have this right? Darren got a real taste of Boca this morning and how it's very snooty. Yes. I don't really fit in here because I'm not that kind of guy. I'm the country bumpkin. But Collingwood, is that where the rich people are from? They clearly have a hell of a hockey team in the Blues. They beat the Cam River Fighting Walleye 4-1 Sunday or uh, Tuesday. The Brooks Bandits destroyed. How do you say destroy in French? They just destruction. 6-1 over the Terrebonne Cobras of Quebec. And the Battleford Stars, my rooting interest, beat the Manitoba champion Steinbach Pistons 3-1. So that happened on Tuesday. And today, it's Timmins versus Ottawa. That's the first game. Yarmouth versus the Terrebonne. And then Collingwood, Collingwood versus Portage tonight. That should be a hell of a game. So uh, they're using the same format as the World Jays. We learned that last year. So anything on junior hockey before we move on? Cobras never got the memo to strike first, strike hard, right? No they mercy. didn't get it. They didn't get it. No mercy. So I'll see if they do tonight. No. Be watching that closely. Back into the cesspool. That's the comments from the RP show here. Ryan, watching in Saratoga, New York, says, Good day, Rod Squad. Collingwood does have a name that sounds like a well-to-do neighborhood. Uh, Moose learned that this morning of Boca Raton, Florida. It's a population 90,000. Let's talk a little bit more about this area, which we habitate. Uh, Moose, it's, it's very homey. It's very quiet. It's very... Um, yeah. I've yeah. heard there's now East Boca and West Boca. Well, of course. That was new, very wide. Um, you know, as we're driving around, you're telling me about the Everglades and you're telling me where the rink is and all the spots. And I pull out my map and I'm like, oh, there's actually not a lot of populated areas. It's a lot of swamp, you know, natural preserve and swamp land and stuff. But, and then you got the big cities. So uh, getting a real uh, kick out of that. And I'm like, oh, surprising. All the population is on the coast, eh? Surprise, surprise. Why wouldn't you want to be on the coast? So uh, it's been awesome. But, yeah, here very quiet in Boca Raton. We got him out on the freeway yesterday, and he experienced the six lanes. Yeah. (laughs) Bumper to bumper in rush hour. Uh, That's why we don't venture out too far. Robin watching in Prince Albert says, The fighting walleye sounds like it should be an SJHL team. Doesn't it? Uh, Wayne and Victoria, it's an S-I-J-H-L team, Clark says, yes. Wayne and Victoria, B.C. says, Rod, why do you call us the cesspool? LOL. Why do you think? (laughs) Monty in Saskatoon says, I'd like to see an NHL team in Saskatoon. 
let's come back on that for a second. Rod Monroe, that's Clark's dad, writes in. He says, Rod, sorry I wasn't able to tune in for your 1,000th show. A huge congratulations coming your way to you, Darren and team. Thank you, Rod. I appreciate you. And from Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, says, uh, CFL, the on-field product is always great. CFL marketing is generally year-to-year pretty much a fail. Um, and I'm not going to delve into that. I'm not even going to get into the minutia of the CFL training camps. And once they start playing games, we'll get into that far more. I feel like we might have missed with our poll question today for Key Auto Group, largely because we're on the radio in Atlanta. Shout out Ryan O Radio, WQEE. Maybe Atlanta should have been looked at as a landing spot. I think the most realistic spot is Houston. They've had pro hockey there before. It's a natural rivalry with Dallas, and I I think the Stars would want them there. I could have to talk to my Dallas people and see if they actually would. Like, for instance, the Brandon Wheat Kings were very in favor of the Winnipeg Ice moving there. Would it be the same, Darren, in terms of to scale? Yeah, I think so. Not a lot of road teams would travel to Brandon to watch games typically, right? I mean, how many Regina Pats fans are going to drive, you know, that far to watch a Brandon Wheat Kings Regina Pats game? Not a lot. Maybe in the playoffs or a fan bus. So, yeah, they would like that. I think Dallas would really be in favor of it. It is the most logical landing spot. But just because this deal didn't go through doesn't mean it's now, okay, where are we moving, uh, right? Um, that's what the fans are wanting and thinking, and now it's time to end this. But they're going to explore other options for different arenas. And you mentioned the you know, arena downtown and how beautiful that could be and the options. Well, I, didn't, I said it's a beautiful arena, but I don't think they're going there. Yeah, I don't know if they will or not. I mean, you're right. That was the, a suggestion that Dreger brought up on, on social media. But you're right, they just renovated it. Now you'd have to renovate it again to try and retrofit it for hockey. So it would be a lot. It's, it's a hairy, ugly situation. Um, but Houston, I think, would be the next NHL market. We'll see. Swerve in Calgary says, you're in an area where your pets go missing on walks. Oh, yeah. Oh, that no. happens all the time. Quite often, with more people I meet, Everybody's got a story of little uh, Fido getting snatched off the leash by a, an alligator or a crocodile oh. that escaped. <laughs> Serious, man. And then all these things I've told you are true, Darren, like those little geckos running around. They're like mice all over the place. Yeah. Becomes not a, uh, not a uh, thing after a while. Safe Moon Dog and a few others have asked about the Golden Corral and how that was. We opened the show by discussing it. But I'll just say it again. It's America's finest buffet for a reason. I had three steaks, two pieces of red velvet cake, a taco, a partridge, and a pear tree. No, How about that? Popcorn shrimp. How many plates of popcorn shrimp did I have? A three for sure. Several. I had two pieces of fudge, two bowls of ice cream. I had spaghetti pizza. I know. I know. So uh, I know you got to go. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan says you are missing big, big stories coming out of Stampeders camp. I'm sure I am. And I'm okay with that. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Moose, I'll see you back an hour too. What do you say? A sports update. It's getting so hot out here that my computer is slowing down. Uh, sports update. The Miami Heat and Boston Celtics hit the court tonight in game one of the NBA's Eastern Conference final in Boston. Second straight year, the two teams have collided in the playoffs. News from Formula One. This weekend's Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix in northern Italy has been canceled because of deadly floods. Formula One said it made the decision for safety reasons and to avoid any extra burden on the emergency services. 
The Blue Jays look to snap a two-game losing skid as they host the New York Yankees in the third game of their four-game series at Rogers Center tonight. New York won 7-4 Monday and 6-3 last night. Today, tonight, it's Chris Bassett for the Jays against Yankees ace Garrett Cole. This sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. In theaters June 2nd, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy. In theaters June 2nd, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Take warning. Carolina Hurricanes broadcaster and alum Shane Willis joins us next. It's the RP Show. We're live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE radio, podcast, and streaming. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Canadian Center for Men and Families Alberta supports men through relationship turmoil and breakdown. Our programs provide tools that help men to manage stressful situations, rebuild themselves, and minimize the chances of escalation to acute mental health crises. Men face the realities of relationship breakdown in a way that is unique, and a blanket approach to offering mental health support fails to appreciate the emotional realities men face. They are often less willing to be vulnerable. Stigma is attached with men's emotional expression, and so they are less likely to seek help. When they do, they are often met with ridicule and skepticism. With very few resources available that are truly customized for men, they can be left feeling stressed, depressed, and hopeless. CCMF Alberta programs responsibly address the results of trauma on men's mental health. We support all men. CCMF Alberta. Because children need their fathers, too. Aerial coverage of the ARP show presented by Progressive Insurance. We'll tell you more about that later. We're coming to you live from South Florida, where they're getting ready. Thursday night is the watch party for Game 1. Panthers on the road at the Carolina Hurricanes. Our good friend Shane Willis color commentator of Carolina Hurricanes games. Where's Willie? 174 National Hockey League games. Edmonton product, former PA Raider and Lethbridge Hurricane. Willie, welcome back to the show. As always, you're looking like a million dollars. Everybody's asking me for a preview of this Canes Panthers series, and I'm like, I can't get into the nuts and bolts like a guy like you. Willie, what, what stands out to you for this Eastern final between the Panthers and the Canes? Well, I was wondering, Rod, if you were going to call me. This is like our annual chat time of year during the playoffs. And, right. you know, the Canes facing off a few years ago against Tampa, we chatted, now against Florida. But this series, when you look at the tail of the tape, is is so evenly matched for both these teams. I mean, you can start on goal, Bobrovsky and Anderson, both playing so very well for these teams. The forward matchup, and the one thing people talk 
about around here is the depth scoring of the Hurricanes that they've been getting through the playoffs, but the Florida Panthers have been getting the same thing from their guys. So the one area where I look at the matchup, if there's a favorite, where I may lean towards the Hurricanes, maybe on the defensive side of the puck. I think the Hurricanes are a little bit deeper defensively than the Florida Panthers, but I expect both these teams that are – you have to have some good mojo going in the playoffs, and I really think both these teams have that in both of their first two rounds in the playoffs. That's the thing of what I'm telling people is you get this far to the final four, the teams are great. There's not going to be a huge difference between the two, but I heard a comment on the radio this morning that I wanted to put to you. They said, Paul Maurice coached Rod Brindamore in Carolina, so he has the edge there. And I'm like, how do you get that? Unless you agree with that. <laughs> what, what, what about that relationship between the two? Well, I disagree with that because Rod's not going to be going over the board, so Paul doesn't know anything <laughs> about how he's going to play because he's not playing. But I think both of these guys look at the game very similar. I think Paul Maurice has evolved over time with the way the game is played, and we know what Rod Brennamore demands of his team. So both of these guys, they knowing each other, may be watching each other very closely to see what they're doing matchup-wise or line combinations and things like that. But both of them are great coaches, and when you look at the tail of the tape, that is always the last box you have to check, right? Which team is going to be coached better, and we'll find out early on in this series kind of who gets a little bit of an advantage moving forward with combinations they may put together or line changes they, they make during the game um, to try and get an edge. Well, here's another one for you, Willie, is how about pressure as it relates to mindset? Because I think pressure bit Boston in round one against Florida. Pressure bit Toronto in round two against Florida. There's still no pressure on the Panthers. But you guys have been knocking on the door for a long time. I got to think there's some pressure on the Canes to kick that door in and get to the Stanley Cup and win it. Yeah, I mean, experience-wise, the Hurricanes have been here, right? When you look at the last five years and Mm -hmm. what they've done in the playoffs, that experience, you may say, is going to help them in this series. I don't know if there's no pressure on the Panthers because everyone I talked about, don't look at that number eight beside their seeding coming into this playoffs. They did win the president's trophy last season. Um, And now you go in the summer and add a guy like um, Kachuk to your lineup. I think there's still a little bit of pressure and expectation. If not from the news and the fans, there is inside that locker room for the Florida Panthers because they do want to win it all, obviously. But, for the Hurricanes, I've talked about their their mental and emotional kind of flatline and control, if you will. Nothing seems to alter this team on a daily basis. And I go back to round one against the Islanders. I really think they tried to escalate the physicality and get the Hurricanes off of their game. And I've been so impressed through two rounds how this team mentally has stayed so composed and emotionally so composed, no matter the score of the game, What's happening on the ice when it comes down to physicality? They dust themselves off and they come back and they play the exact same way. And Paul Maurice talked about it the very last game of the season. He said, when the Hurricanes are on their game, they don't give you anything. You have to be willing to stay in the trenches and try and create a few grade A chances because you're not going to get very many against the Hurricanes when they're on their game. What's it like in that barn, Willie? I've only been there for the draft. I haven't been there for a game. Is it as wild and as loud as it seems? 
yeah um you know our fans take tailgating to a new level and just the way this arena is built i think we've been here 25 years now and there's plans in the future to kind of overhaul the building and put in the one thing i think these new arenas have is the sound systems our sound system is still a little bit dated so that i give the credit all to the fans with how really loud it gets in this building and how our players feed off of the crowd i think right from the start of a game everyone always looks at the break both these teams have had a nice little break to kind of recover and prepare to get back into this thing but the noise in this building is, is rumbling uh we talked about it. it was funny in the first round our um chief of marketing went back to his office after a game against the islanders and he had just got a brand new framed picture of the stadium series game that was put on here in february the picture had fallen off the wall um from what was going on in the arena and the vibrations through the walls had fallen off and shattered on the floor so we tell that story now to people questioning if this building gets loud in an intense moment. Our fans are a huge part of this building. We only got a few minutes left, and you know what that means in the broadcast terms, but I got two questions. And one is, when you talked about the even keel nature of your team, is that not a reflection of their head coach? Do you not feel that a team reflects its head coach? That's what I see from Brindy, is he seems very steady. And therefore, so is the team. Well, he was steady when he played, and he continues to be steady. I think the one thing he puts in to his players is the belief in every single one of them. And it's not just in two players trying to carry the load. He believes in every guy on that bench. And he gets emotional at times, but I've always said about Rod Brindamore, what, what makes him a great coach is how that message is delivered. He never comes off, and it make, it's not direct flying off the handle attacking players. It's a strong message, and when you hear our players talk about Rod Brindamore's either his pregame speech or his postgame speech, they're ready to go. He just has that aura about him. He knows how to deliver a message and get his team fired up, and I expect um, them to be on their toes here in game one starting tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Okay, Willie, great analysis. I will see you here in the barn. I'll look you up games three and four. But my last one is always the fun one, as you know. And Shane Knighty is a regular on this show, too. He said to say hey and pointed out that you two are two of four guys named Shane on one team. <laughs> Remember back in the day, it was like uh, there was a Western movie, I think, called Shane. That's where you guys were all named from. But one of my favorite stories was that tour of the PA Pen. You were, a bit, you were the star that day, Willie. Tell the folks what it was like <laughs> to have a tour. What you can say about the tour of the Prince Albert Federal Penitentiary. I, I've told this story many times to people about going into the penitentiary in Prince Albert to visit <clears throat> some of our greatest fans of these guys that listen oh, yeah. um, to our games in there. Um, we were signing a few autographs and, you know, that's when you're in that situation, it's it starts to be funny that, you know, hey, everyone talked to the, the cute guy over there and everyone, you know, Shane Knighty and the veterans started pointing down our way to the rookies of like, those are the guys, you know, we don't want to get into that stuff. But then I think it was Mike McGann who said, <laughs> why don't we play some floor hockey? And I quickly turned my head and I said, Mike, we're in a penitentiary. We know these guys play. It started. We played an entire game of floor hockey against the inmates who were very good tip of the cap to them yeah but um it's just one of those and you know fun days you look back on but i know nides and everybody as you're signing the autographs 
um, wondered. There's always a few questions when you see guys. You're kind of like, well, what did he do? You know, what goes on in here? But it was interesting. We had some great billets. One of our billets was a, a guard there, so he kind of gives us the ins and outs of it all. And it's you talk about playoff memories. That is one of the memories of Junior and Prince Albert. I will never forget. Yeah, you don't forget those. T-Bird was the one guy's name. <laughs> and uh, not surprising that Ganser would come up with that idea. And I know that some of the inmates stole our gear, uh, which was another, <laughs> another fun part of that. All right, Willie, like I said, I'll look you up. Thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. Always good seeing you. Thanks, brother. The fun part of these interviews, Shane Willis of the Carolina Hurricanes broadcast crew. We'll be back with a sports update and audience takeover after this. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio Atlanta, podcast and live streaming. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com. 19 plus, use your game sense. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Another beauty day down here in the Sunshine, South Florida. It is uh, audience takeover time because, as I noted to myself in the break, I've already done the sports update for this hour. So let's see what they're saying out there on the streets. 902-518-3033. I was saying Collingwood sounds like a very snooty area of southern Ontario. Is it? I've never been. Uh, Troy in Toronto writes in. He says... Where is it? He says, actually, he says Muskoka is where the rich people live. Although Collingwood has parts that are rich. Nearby Lake Joseph is where the real money is. Many of the NHL players have places on Lake Joe. Thank you, Troy, for the tour. Um, you know, where I come from, the rectangle, Saskatchewan, where we make the hockey players. They come back in the summer, too, and I'll never forget my good friend Dave Lederhaus, which I nicknamed him Dave Leader Post. Only a certain amount of people would get that. I went up to visit him for a weekend. It was the summer of the first summer of the pandemic, if you will, summer of 2020. And I stayed with him, and uh, we jumped in his boat at Emma Lake, and we went around, and he gave me the tour. It was like the Los Angeles tour, a tour of the Stars Homes in Hollywood. <laughs> we motored around on the boat. He goes, this is the Tippett Mansion. This is the Manson Mansion. This is Mike Babcock's cottage. 
which is like to say cottage is any well, it's better, I guess, than a cabin. Massive shacks. This is Terry Simpson's former coach of the Islanders and Jets. So, yeah, the hockey people, they do like the lake country, don't they? Uh, that poll question for Key Auto Group today is, what should the Arizona Coyotes do next since the citizens of Tempe voted down public money going to the new arena district? Uh, Wilf in Steinbeck, Manitoba says, Ara he says, hi, Rod and Moose. Arizona obviously doesn't want the NHL. Never did. Batman will never endorse a move to any Canadian location. Well, Gary gets paid a lot of money to put up with a lot of arrows at his way. I don't know that it's all Gary. How about the 31 other NHL owners, maybe 32, including, is it Gutierrez, the owner there in Arizona? They don't want to come to Canada either. They just don't. For a variety of reasons. It has to do with taxes. I do think to a certain degree, weather. We'll get into this more next hour. And I've, I've realized long ago that you people, which is our audience, just love talking about the Arizona Coyotes. Is that bell still working, Clark, or not? We don't hear it anymore. You people. Thank you. How about that? Love talking about the Coyotes. I don't know why, but because it's something that I know a lot about, I'm more than happy to talk about it. Because if you want to talk about soccer, I ain't that happy to talk about soccer. Last minute of play of our one. Brian in Beausjour, Manitoba, says, Good day, RP squad. How were the Vittles at the Golden Corral? Fantastic, and I had three steaks. We'll talk about that more next hour because I'm being chirped by some of our staff for that. Brian says, Driving around on the roads anywhere in Florida is a very nice change from some of the road disasters we have up here. Like what Stephen in North Dakota has written in on the 902 line. He says, greetings and no hallucinations from smoky 15 degrees, Minot, North Dakota. Is Ryderville on fire? How did Ted do in Tempe? That's the Tempe Entertainment District. He said, did he mullet over and start packing? Show yourself out, Stephen. Hour two coming up, including Sean McIndoe from the Puck Soup Podcast and The Athletic after this brief pause on Game Plus and the Key. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 